Mind if I count it? I asked. Holding the envelope below the tabletop, I thumbed my way through $25-$100 bills. I put them back in the envelope and stuffed the contents into my shirt pocket. We chatted for a little while and made small talk. When he was feeling more relaxed, Diego volunteered some interesting information. You know how the AR-15 shoot kind of fast, but not real fast? He was referring to the AR-15 semi-automatic function, compared to an M-16's ability to fire fully automatic. I nodded. He smiled. Well, we have a guy that machines them up so they go real fast. Now I smiled. What a dumbass this kid is to volunteer information like that, I thought. You know, Diego, when I was in the Marines, I never thought that I would miss shooting a machine gun. But I have to admit I do. You think your guy would do one for me? No problem, bro. I'll be glad to hook you up. As he stood to leave, he again mentioned that he had to drive down to Nogales that night. Do you have a girlfriend down there? Nope, it's strictly business tonight. I drove back to the Starbucks to return the Hawk and gave Lopez the information regarding the full auto conversions. He told you they were converting these lowers to full auto? Asked an incredulous Lopez. This kid isn't very bright, Travis. The next morning, I went down to the federal building to formalize the confidential informant agreement. Lopez gave me $200 cash and had me sign a voucher acknowledging that I had received the money. This would be my first payment as a confidential informant. He took me to a small booking room where I was fingerprinted and photographed and then gave me a copy of an informant agreement to read and sign. It was a standard ATF form with my name already typed in the blanks. Among other things, it identified Special Agent Travis Lopez as the controlling agent of this investigation. It went on to say that I should not take part in any unlawful activities, except insofar as the ATF determined it necessary for the investigation, nor should I initiate plans to commit criminal acts or engage in acts of violence. And it noted that while I was working closely with the ATF, I should not hold myself out to be a law enforcement officer or agent of the government. I understood that I might be called upon to testify before a grand jury and at a subsequent trial, and in that case, I had an obligation to tell the truth, and that any untrue statements made by me may make me liable for prosecution. If, as a result of being a cooperating witness, the ATF determined that my life may be in danger, I could apply to the Department of Justice for admittance into a witness security program, a decision that would be made solely by and at the discretion of the Department of Justice. Any monies paid to me during the course of the investigation had to be reported as income to the IRS. It was a document designed to give all the protection to the ATF and Department of Justice, and virtually nothing to me, the informant. I laughed to myself as I signed it. I mean, what was I going to do? Send it to my lawyer for his okay? It was a ridiculously lopsided agreement, and I was putting blind faith in these guys to take care of me. After all, I brought this case to them. I was a good guy, and I trusted them implicitly. They'd never screw me over, right?